show evidence of having been partially devoured by their murderers. What's up guys my name's kaylee this is the murder with friends podcast where i call up my friends and i tell my favorite true crime stories so this episode is going to be a little different i'm going to Brittany's house this weekend so that i could drop my kid off for the week it is fall break so he doesn't have school but i still have to work so Brittany is doing me a solid there will probably be a lot of noise in the background so i apologize in advance if you hear kids running around and act at a fool we will be recording in her closet just know that no kids were harmed in the making of this podcast warning this podcast is for mature audiences only Yes, I'm talking to you, little girl covered up with her unicorns and her Care Bears. This will give you nightmares. There will be talks of murder, rape, and a lot of foul language on my part. So go to bed. So today, I am in Brittany's furnished closet. (laughs) It's a vibe. Lap of luck luxury closet vibes yeah lap of luxury for sure yeah and we are it's early and we're gonna talk about spooky shit yeah i wish we could go to mom's closet oh fucking big ass the big yeah we do need some seats we need some seating and who knows? Maybe one day we'll have like a whole studio. We'll be like, remember when we started talking in a closet? Yeah. And you'll have a set up like. Well, you know, I want to make this perfectly clear. This is not the Kaylee and Brittany podcast, okay? It's not, but I'm no. s- the most specialist mm, guest. Sometimes. The most frequentest uh, guest. <laughs> the funniest guest. No. Yes. You'll get special requests like, hey, bring that Brittany girl back. She cracks me up. Okay. Dude, if I would have released an episode with Emily last week, like... Well, you sent me the clip, and it was pretty funny. It was hilarious. She was so drunk, we couldn't even... We couldn't record. Um, so, know your limits. So, <laughs> when, know your limits. When you and record. also, come on here drunk as fuck, but be able to handle it. Well, it's 1030 in the morning, so... It's yeah. Sober October. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Partially. So, what are we talking about? Um, we are bringing back the spooky stories this week. And we are also talking about your suggested case, mm-hmm. which was Gypsy Rose. This one has blown my mind. When you talk about the ones, the cases that stick with you, Gypsy Rose does for a lot of reasons. It's just, it's so... It's sad, and at the same time, it's fucking, it's... It's layered. It's like, you feel bad for each person individually for what they were a victim of, but then you also understand um, where she was coming from and what she did. It's also very raw. And to me, the odds of, like, what are, what is the possibility of this troubled little um little hurt girl to run into this random guy who would be potentially yeah who has yeah, you know you a get... clear mental illness and he's he had uh autism right right and Asperger's a lot of coverage tried to make it make him I can't say that right so I'm sorry he was on the spectrum and a lot of people tried to downplay his role in the murder this would be the boyfriend just to kind of touch here and there about details no spoilers but he did it and she helped oh she definitely came up with the idea and how to do it and everything she was definitely the mind behind it all. My notes are on my iPad. I had to grab that. But, um, yeah. Loser. No, Mom, here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mommy, here. No, Mom's in the closet. Are they gone? Yeah. Okay. Okay. For the record, my, ha- my closet's not haunted. But if it is, we got a ghost kit. <laughs> 
So I have one, maybe two spooky stories for you. And this would be more fun because I can look you in your face when I talk about starving. Oh, yes. We are, I did say we were here. Yeah. Sorry. In Edit. person, this is way more fun. This one is short, but we'll go with murder first this time. Sweet. Okay. In, um, you saw the picture already on my computer. It was, um, this is, his name is John Wayne Glover. And I feel like. He looks just like, uh, Steve Martin. But maybe with some rosacea. Yeah. Um, this, Maybe some Botox. This guy is called the Granny Killer. Right. And uh, I wrote it just in reference to this one. When the hell are you too old to not get abducted? Okay. Uh, an English-born Australian serial killer, John Wayne Glover. Now, if you, what I was trying to say is, wasn't it John Wayne Gacy? Yeah. So that name in particular... Just don't name your kids John Wayne. <sighs> he was known for preying on elderly women, including the widow of artist Will Ashton. Over the span of 14 months, between 1989 and 1990, Glover murdered six elderly women after brutally attacking them. At times, he used simply his fists to attack victims. With others, he used ob with other victims, he used objects like hammers. His victims, okay, picture an old lady, right? He would strangle them with their own pantyhose. What? Yeah. Victims' pantyhose and other instruments. Many of his victims were simply women he saw walking past him in the street when he struck up a casual conversation. In addition to attacking and murdering those six women, Glover was also accused of molesting and sexually assaulting several other elderly women. Holy shit. So what did you... And how old was he? Um, at the time, it doesn't say his age. Oh, maybe. Maybe not, no. Um, while... Okay, at his trial, a psychologist noted that while he was sane, he had a severe personality disorder, which may or may not have been connected to his turbulent relationships with his mother and mother-in-law. He had mommy issues. Don't they all? After being found guilty and sentenced to prison, he killed himself in 2005... Pussy. Bitch. Um, days before he died, he was handed... He handed his last visitor a picture he had drawn featuring two trees and the number nine. Supposedly nine was the true number of murders he had committed. And that was his creepy little way of, like, letting the police know that they were wrong yeah. about how many... Like Israel Keys. ...grannies he slaughtered. But as a woman, I would like to know that at some point in my life, I'm out of the the red zone for, like, being snatched up by a, a creep. See, I would hate to be one of the women that haven't been found yet. Like, nobody knows I'm missing. Nobody knows. Right. Um, but at that age, you have to think also, at that age... Most, you know, kids, grandkids, they don't go see their mom, grandpa. Well, that's what makes and, it even more sad. Yeah. Definitely. Because you're feeble and you're old yeah. and you can't fight back. And that just makes this guy even look like more of a piece of shit because you couldn't even, like, go and snatch up somebody that, that is a challenge. You're just going to prey on somebody's granny. I mean, don't kill in general. You right. Know, don't abduct anybody, but... Don't abduct old people. Yeah. Like, they can't do anything. They'll probably bake you cookies after. Like, exactly. I was going to say she burnt her cookies in the oven because you had to choke her with the pantyhose. <laughs> and she was bringing those to dinner. Okay. God. So, yeah. Don't kill grannies. And, you know, just let the old people be. That was... I found that one after last week. Remember the story about the old lady mm -hmm. who's picture in the phone mm -hmm. so there was a rant, a running like old lady theme look so lesson is don't kill anybody's grand grand okay right Mimas. we love all the Mimas. mamas yeah gma nana grandmothers grandmother that's my grandmother <laughs> um just leave them be please thank you and also, that story came from thelineup.com. Got it. Nice.
same one. Um, so, I can save my other story for the end. Um, if you'd like. Yeah, I'll save it. Actually, say it right now because that looks creepy. Can you do that? This is just an ad. Oh, shit. Never mind. But it has nothing to do with... Oh. Um. That little boy is beat up. He doesn't look but like three. Do you want me to read this one? What is it? The boy in the box. <gasps> oh, I didn't yeah. plan to. Trigger warning. Okay. Super trigger warning. Um, there's a pretty gnarly photo attached to this one. It's the actual little boy. And, yeah, he looks pretty bad off. In February 1957, a college student stumbled upon the remains of a young boy in the woods in Philadelphia and reported his gruesome discovery to the police. The boy was found badly beaten and did, and lay to rest inside an old bassinet box. So, like an inch, I guess, yeah, like a big instrument box. His identity was unknown. Several... So you said bassinet, so I'm thinking a baby oh, bassinet. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking like a... Is that not an instrument? Mm, a bassoon? A bassoon, A yeah. bassinet? A bassoon's like, really... A bassinet like the infant crib. Right? Right. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't think not a... an instrument. God, Kaylee, that's worse than saying I don't know what a poacher is. <laughs> what the fuck? I do know what a poacher is, and I do know what bassinets are. I don't think you do. <laughs> I promise. Um, separate pa- In this closet, everything is just, it's like a black hole. You yeah. don't remember So anything. vortex, um... Or there's something in here taking my knowledge. Several people came forward with information relating to the case, but the police were not able to verify anyone's testimony. One woman named Martha, she claimed that her abusive mother bought the boy. Bought him. Bought him? Yeah. Under... Where do you buy kids or where can I sell mine? Um, it's just called undergroundkidsales.com. Oh, okay. Just in case anybody wants to, you know. Not sponsored by Wayfair or <laughs> or any. That's awful. <laughs> Don't That's go to that absolutely website. absolutely awful. It's fiction. One, okay, so Martha said her mom was abusive. She bought the little boy. And under their roof, he was objected to physical and sexual abuse. What made the police take interest in her story specifically was her knowledge of details that had not been released to the public. She claimed that shortly before the boy was beaten to death, he ate baked beans, which corroborated the autopsy. She also claimed that he was bathed right before his death, which matched the coroner's finding of water-pruned fingers. Though her testimony seemed to match the evidence, her substantial history of mental illness made her an unreliable witness. Did you know that today's like mental health something day? Is that it? Um, no, there's more. I'm just saying, all of these oh, no, stories... Oh, no, I was like, is that right? Sorry. We were talking about Gypsy and all of that. It, it plays a big part in a lot of people's, like... Not excuse, but... Yeah, just a it, reason. Yeah, it, it it's gives, like... It's not that... See, because back in the day, you know, all the mental illness didn't exist. Right, so in the 50s, we're they were... just like, whoa, people are crazy. Yeah, it like, was just... You were just crazy. Person, yeah, what kind of person does that? But you realize everybody has a mental illness. Right. Everybody is diagnosed with something. And I think it's kind of ridiculous sometimes, but also good for us for evolving. Yeah. It's good to recognize those things and not just call it crazy. So, um, how do you feel about psychics in, like, investigation? Do you think it's notable? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes? Some, some, some of them are good? Yeah, some of them are good, some of them are very shitty, and just want publicity or money or something, I don't know. So, in the case of the boy in the box, Mm -hmm. another lead came from a psychic who accurately described a foster home near where he had been found without ever having seen it. So, she, like, described the place to a T. It's like, this is where he came from. Um, But couldn't you just do, like, vague... They didn't have Google Earth back then. Yeah. It's not like she could just 
Remington Bristow, an employer at the examiner's office, followed the psychic's directions to the foster house. Inside, he discovered a bassinet, not an instrument box. Uh, side note, that's a definition for you. He discovered a bassinet matching the description of the boy the box was found in. He also found blankets similar to the one that was wrapped around the little boy. Because there were no real incriminating evidence against the foster parents, the investigators' findings were dismissed as well. Here's where it gets tricky. 62 years later, the case of the boy in the box has gone cold. Facial reconstruction technology has provided mock images of what he might have looked like, but no one has ever come forward to claim him. DNA and dental testing have also been attempted with no success at all, and the identity of the boy in the box remains unknown. What? Still. Can you, like, who's, whose baby is this? And why doesn't anybody care? And I would say by this picture, he looks maybe like... Maybe at the most, like... Three, I I would say. See, it's weird because that photo is... Like, it looks older than these. Yeah, because when these you... These look like teeny tiny babies. When you think of, of infants and their huge noggins and how they come shooting out like, you know, rockets with their big huge craniums, <laughs> this looks like a, a little baby head. Like one, maybe two. Yeah. And this looks older. So maybe this is the facial reconstruction, you mm, think? Probably. And that looks like he might be eight. Yeah. But it definitely looks like... Yeah, I just can't imagine... That's so sad. What was the one... You know, I never watched that one on Netflix. The little boy... Oh, the Gabriel... Never watched it. Oh, my God. It was bad, huh? Hernandez. Yeah, it was bad. Like, I cried multiple times. Yep, I never could bring myself to watch that one. Something about the kids' stories just just uh, irk me. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, You know, that's, wow. Thanks for bringing down the vibe. Today's case, we are going to, we're going to talk about Gypsy Rose. I think everybody knows the Gypsy Rose case. Gypsy Rose was the daughter of Rod and Dee Dee Blanchard. She was born July 27th, 1991. So she's Rodney's age, you know, a year under Rodney. So she's 29 now. They got married when Rod was 17 and Dee Dee was 24, which is kind of, I mean, not a big difference, but it's like. Yeah, 17 year old dude. Has yeah, he thought he scored. Being a dad. Yeah. But he said that he woke up on his 18th birthday and. Well, you want to read the quote? I woke up on my birthday, on my 18th birthday, and I realized I wasn't where I was supposed to be. I wasn't in love with her, really. I knew I got married for the wrong reasons. Yep. Ouch. So, yeah, he left when she was pregnant. So maybe like felt pressure to step yeah. up and do the right thing, but you had real no no real feelings to do. Yeah, for her at least. They Which got is married good. six months after they met, so that's like, I mean, mom and Joe got married six months after they met, but that, really, yeah, jeez, mm-hmm. that happened that escalated yeah. quickly. <laughs> so um, yeah. So she was pregnant, and then they got married. Yes. So she just knocked her up, and then yeah. What do you call that? Shotgun Uh, wedding. Shotgun. Yep, you got it. All right. Well, when Gypsy was born, Dee Dee automatically said she had sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. Um, Said she would stop breathing when she was sleeping. And, you know, when she would tell Rod this, uh, who, you know, like she was in a nurse. I don't think she was a nurse. But she was. She was in the healthcare. Yeah, yeah, something. she was in the health healthcare like environment. Right. Um. So she did know a lot of stuff. Um. So she said that she had sleep apnea, and then in 1996, Gypsy was five years old and she fell off of her grandpa's motorcycle. Nothing 
too dramatic. I think it said they were going like five miles an hour, not even anything. And she fell off and scraped her knee. Well, when she got home, she was like, yep, doctor said she needed to be in this wheelchair. She has muscular dystrophy. Um, you know, she can walk, but it will digress. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's what they did. And But that kind of started the whole... Yeah, that started the entire... Munchausen deal. Yeah, so that kind of started the whole thing. And she wasn't allowed to get out of her chair. Uh, Gypsy's cousin... Uh, his name is Bobby, and I have a couple notes on what he said, because he said he thought that he knew that all this was fake. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to read right here, he, he has two quotes. Well, one quote right here. He knew what his Aunt Dee Dee was doing? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Bobby recalls two instances in which he questioned the truth about Gypsy when Gypsy pushed her cousins around in her wheelchair and again when she jumped on the trampoline with them. Oh. So, around her cousins, she... Imagine being a kid. Like, you yeah. just want to get up and play. Like everybody else. Yeah. Like, and you can. You physically can. Yes. You are... You're completely capable and your mom is just making you sit sit your ass down. When Dee Dee spotted Gypsy on her feet, she yelled at her to return to the wheelchair. In response, Gypsy immediately collapsed. What? She acted like she fainted? No, she Fainting would... Fainting paralysis and crawled back into her chair. Oh, yeah. okay. So she was like, oh yeah, I'm broken. Mommy, yeah. Mommy She's said, like, oh yeah. And she would just like a marinette just fucking... So there's a good combination of like, you have to, she, she, if she knows and she is putting on an act, I do think at, to some extent, Gypsy was also guilty because she played along with it and like later on even talks to cameras and she has that squeaky little voice that right. to me, it's, I've always felt like watching interviews and stuff that she was she definitely. She was always putting on a yeah, show. Yeah, she was playing yeah. like a character to yeah. her. Yeah. And that's how, you know, that's how it was. Whatever the cameras were on, she was supposed to be that person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, that's what I say. Like, it's sad. And then it's fucking vindictive as fuck. Yeah. Because you know what you're doing. But she can't help it. She was like that her entire life. Right. So, it's just, yeah. I, I understand it. Oddly quiet. Yeah. In 2001... Doctors treated her muscular dystrophy despite her negative test results. Like, that blows my mind. There's so many levels of Because Dee Dee fabricated records stating the real ones were destroyed in Katrina. Oh. So, she said that it was her records were destroyed in Katrina. So, she would make new ones by, this, yeah. you know... Telling the doctors, hey, this is what she has. This is so it's basically a fresh start. And being like she that she has the fuck she wants. She has a history in the medical field. Yeah. She knows she, exactly yeah. what to say. And like terminology to mm -hmm. And like um, you know, effects that that might have so yeah. she could tell that that she's experiencing that. It's awful. Um, on top of muscular dystrophy she also claimed she had epilepsy leukemia she was vision impaired and hearing impaired and neurologically impaired oh my God. she said that they would he's playing with a google in there um she said that she was like 10 years behind her time so, when she was 18, her dad called and wanted to tell her happy birthday. And the mom was like, don't tell her yeah. that she's 18 because, oh, you know, just don't don't mention it. I think it's important to, to point out, too, that it wasn't just the wheelchair. Like, with all of those, yeah. there was, like, surgeries and procedures. To and... make her look like that and to make her feel like that. And she had... I'll talk about some surgeries that she had. Really? Okay. Yeah. Good. 
Uh, that was actually my next point. God, it's so crazy to me. She, like, she had over 30 surgeries, you guys, for her eye muscles, for her, she, because she was taking so much medication. Brittany, I saw it, look, if y'all don't know, y'all need to look it up. There's a picture of the crime scene photos, and in one of the pictures is their medicine closet. Yes. I mean, it's literally a pantry. pantry. Yep. It's literally a fucking pantry. Oh, my God. And all of it unnecessary. All of it unnecessary. The mom even would give her her prescriptions. Yes. yes. And because of that, because of all the medications, it rotted out Gypsy's teeth. And she said it was because, you know, she kept eating sugar. Apparently, she was allergic to sugar. And that was one of her things. Did you watch the Hulu? Um, Mommy, Dead, and Dearest? N- uh, no, that or was the, the HBO special, The Act. Yes. Yes. That's one of my sources. I'm oh, sorry. God. It was The Act. I got Ranker, um, The Act, and Dead Mommy, Dearest. Have you seen that? That has more factual. That was the HBO special, like, I think, yes. right? Yes. That's where I did see the picture, the crime the crime scene yes. photos. Yeah. Um, of the it was it's overwhelming so yeah if you are interested in this case check out the act on hulu and mommy dead and dear so it's like um or yeah i said that wrong to to get a really good like visual it's pretty like it's literally a pantry you open up the door and the back of the door and the pantry is full of medicine. It's crazy. It's fucking disgusting. So she has no um, need for any of that. And she's yep. just fed probably like yeah. handfuls of pills yeah. all day. She had a feeding tube put in. So she would crush it up with her food and give it to her that way. Oh because, I mean, she doesn't know. She's sitting there, you know. Th- I'm sure she didn't have a tablet, but... She said she mainly did it when she was asleep. Eating sugar? No. What? The, um, the, when she would give her medicine through the feeding tube. Oh. She said she was asleep most of the time when she did that. So she didn't even know what, no. what all was being uh-uh. put in her. No, 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 Had no, no, no. clue. Mm-mm. And if, and if she did, you know, do it when she was awake, she'd be like, oh yeah, this is for your leukemia and this is for your um, epilepsy, and this is for, you know. I wonder if there was ever a, a, like, mental dialogue in Gypsy's head, like, no, Mom, you're tripping. <laughs> like, I don't need she that. She said that the only thing that she knew she could, that she didn't have was she could walk. She said that she thought everything else was true. And a, But according to the, the Hulu, um, the act... She knew that she could have sugar and would like sit oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. all hours right, of the night. The yeah, and sneak candy. Yeah, and, and soda yeah. and just guzzle it and then sit there on, on her computer and and figure out how to talk to strangers. <laughs> the life. That was my whole life. And like <laughs> in my teenage years, oh. I would sit down and figure out ways how to kill my mom. Jeez. <laughs> no, so she also had her salivary glands removed. Um, that's why she talks like a little mouse and she, you know, her she doesn't have any glands. I'm just like yeah, like I'm so just weird. I'm just feeling it and like not to have those glands. Like that's just that's weird. I mean the glands are like in, but yeah. Can you imagine it's not your mouth in general. Just don't even you don't you eat or chew or that's weird yeah i'm sorry but she also had a lot more surgery she said i actually in that um mommy dead and dearest i she had like over 10 surgeries just on her eyes and i don't know what she said was wrong with her eye muscles or something ouch in 2005 they got their house from Habitat for Humanity. Because of gypsies. Right, because of all of gypsies' fake illnesses. Apparently, when they were living in Louisiana, they went to a Katrina shelter in Covington, and they told them, you know, our house was destroyed, showed them pictures of their house flooded and just destroyed. But it really was. That was not a fabricated story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really did lose their house? Okay. 
Um, and the lady was like, the lady was like, um, I don't know, like, I don't know what we could do, like, you know, as far as a house. And Gypsy said, it's okay, you're only human. I think, um, it's unfortunate for something like that to happen to somebody like Dee Dee who was just looking yeah. for ways to play the system. Yeah. And so then it's this big dramatic story, like mm-hmm. I lost my house and my daughter's disabled yeah. and gimme, gimme, gimme yeah. free stuff and medical benefits and all of that. And they moved to Missouri and that's when they caught the media attention, like they just, they played it up. And played it up, and played it up, and cameras. Right, now they have a a sob story. Yeah, right. The Habitat for Humanity house was built with a wheelchair-accessible ramp. That she didn't even need! That she didn't even fucking need. Ah! And um, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, they free Disney trips, specialized cars for the wheelchair, and other gifts. So stupid. (laughs) And in this, you know, with all the media attention, Gypsy was quoted as saying, love is stronger than any hurricane. Oh, my gosh. She was probably fed that bullshit. Oh, hell yeah. And repeated it like a little puppet. Yeah. God. Um, In 2017, so she's 16 at this point, the pediatric neurologist, Dr. Bernardo Flasterstein, all right, he mm-hmm. notes possible Munchausen by proxy when she was 16. Red flag, red flag. Yep, and then the Springfield Police Department receives an anonymous call expressing doubts regarding Gypsy's health issues. That was in 2009 when she was 18. Okay. Um, and when they came to... Kid ghosts. Um, what are you doing? I heard that. Yeah. Um, I think everything about this case is just unnecessary. And you have to remember that all of it started with Dee Dee's, like, vindictive mind. Oh, yeah. Like, she said there were inconsistencies in her records because they're trying to evade Dee Dee's ex-husband. Uh. Who she feared. Apparently. The whole time this guy, I mean, he still paid, like, child support. and Yeah. And she she was just getting checks every which way. Yeah. And she was claiming she changed the birth date on her birth certificate to say that she was 14 instead of 18. So she never really knew. Yeah. She never how knew. How old she was. Yeah. And then there's no telling either, like, what damage was done after, even though you may not have had any medical issues, but after you've had surgery after surgery and blood transfusions and, like, this, 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 all these things, there's no telling, like, what it actually did to her, what damage was really done to her body. Yeah. That that all of it, again, unnecessary. 20,000 pill bottles, unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Wheelchair ramp, super unnecessary. Murdering your mom, wasn't necessary. I don't know, probably. Hi, welcome to our pod lab. <laughs> Nipple fuzz. Oh. <laughs> Nipple fuzz action. Right. We can't our first cameo. <laughs> oh god. Um, so when the police came to her house and she said everything about her ex husband and you know, she was scared and um that's why she changed all you know, some of her stuff and mm-hmm. You know, but she really did, but Gypsy really did have a a mental handicap, is what she said. And that's what he noted in his notes when he went over there. So, do you think it was this doctor that made the anonymous call? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. For sure. Um, Had to be. So, you know, the, sometimes the system did, you know, kind of give her, you know, attention but it was never, it was always followed up with, oh, well, you know, she's just handicapped and mentally, physically. Yeah, it's not her fault. Let's yeah. just. When she was 19, so this was 2010, Gypsy found her Medicaid card. What? 
We tied the kids together. Did they come undone? Shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we need stronger rope. <laughs> <laughs> we need to use chains next I got time. Some, I got some fishing line out there. We don't want to cut them up. We yeah. just want them to like be that'll, that'll stop them from struggling. immobile. <laughs> Ma, yep. Uh, burgers, right? All right, have fun. Love you. Ah, oh, now the guys what? are here, so they can deal with the ghost children. I think the last thing I said was a Medicaid card. Oh, she's card. about to find her card. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. She found her Medicaid card. She was nineteen. Turns out she was really 19 and not 15. In 2011, she was still 19. Gypsy tried to escape, just bust out of there. She met a unnamed man. He was 35 and um, they met at a sci-fi convention. Then she started talking with him online and she met the man back in his hotel room. Ooh, man. And when Dee Dee found out, she was pissed. She, because he was like a mutual friend of somebody, and so she knew who he was. So she just called up her friend and called a few people to see, you know, where he was at and who he was, and she hunted her down. It's and, funny that you said escape, because at 19, yeah. you should just be able to come yeah. and go as you please. Yeah. And she had to sneak away from her own mother. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all snuck out, but it's, that's, yeah, she escaped. It was like a prison. Like, she just dipped. But she hunted her down, and she drug her back and said, you know, don't worry about anything she said. She has the mental capacity of a five-year-old, and, you know, she's really 15. She came up with all these lies. Think of how many people along the way should have said something, though. Yeah. Like, even if you're a 35-year-old man... And you're in the wrong already I mean, for being around this yeah. child, yeah. essentially. But after the fact, and you're like, she had to run away. Her mom drug her back by her hair. Maybe something else is going on there. Like, not my problem. Or she was just so vindictive that you believed her. Yeah. She was probably really good at yeah. her. I mean, but convincing. how do you explain that she could walk? Like, apparently she was like, yeah, you know, she could still walk, but... You know, as years go by, it's just going to deteriorate. And, the, and that's really what was happening by yeah. leaving her in the chair is her muscles are getting yeah, no mm -hmm. usage yeah. and, like, baby muscles. Yeah. And when she got back, Dee Dee smashed the computer and said, if you ever try to do that again, I'm going to smash your fingers. Did she tie her to the bed? She did. She tied her to the bed, and she that's could so only... Have like enough length to go to the bathroom. So at this point, it's not even mother daughter. No, it's like straight up control. Yeah, absolutely. You can't leave me. I need you. Beat her with a coat hanger. To pay the bills, yeah. I need you to keep yeah. playing up this lie. Yeah. So I have finances. You're yeah. not a mom anymore. You're just a user and a and a freak. That's Freaking terrible. Prison guard. At this point. Fuck. Okay, so technical difficulties. Here we are. We're back so, at it. So, just to fill y'all in, we are pissed. We just recorded the last 20 minutes of this, and it wasn't even recording. Well, so, we'll never do that again. Yeah. We'll make sure you take a break, and, you know, don't take breaks, guys. Just check your audio. Just run it. Just fucking do it. All just right. do it. So, Gypsy met a guy named Nicholas Gaudrejean. You don't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Met him on a Christian dating site in 2013. So she was 22. So that was fairly recent. And to that I say, don't believe that people are Christians just because they're applying on a website. The relationship was not based on faith whatsoever. They're sickos. Godajan was not a good guy. Nicholas was not a good guy. He got he had just gotten in trouble for jacking off in a McDonald's watching porn for nine hours. Yeah, but why though did it take nine hours for somebody I, to I don't understand that. I don't understand why it took nine hours for somebody to, you know, make it stop. They probably uh, like change shifts. 
if yeah. within that time somebody would have got there and left and still seen nine hours maybe that's just people are just caught up in their own shit and you're not paying attention to the perverts in the parking lot i guess dude i'm glad you know i didn't walk in there with my kid and right uh, do that at home dude. masturbators beware you need to dwell in a dark space not in a public parking lot he was also uh schizophrenic he was very schizophrenic he had seven different personalities uh, he introduced them all to Gypsy online. I get it now. What? It took nine hours because each of his personalities had to wank it. Oh, gosh! That just makes sense. He's so much smarter seven than personalities. we are. I said seven. Did I, did I say seven? No, you said nine because it took nine hours. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. He for sure had to let each personality take a turn at the wheel. So to speak. And the last one just took a lot longer. That's so weird. Do they, does, does each personality like a different type of, of pornography? Actually, and... like, kind of, yes. So, so, you know, she, he introduced Gypsy to all of his personalities and she made up her own personalities to match his. Give me an example. Like, um, the one I have on here says... One was named Kitty, and she was like a little girl. There was Candy, which was a little bit more promiscuous. She was a hardcore slut. Oh. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. you're fresh out of the... Uh, I might be a teenager, but my mom says I'm only 12, and that's your first experience with seven personalities. You know, she has to question so much, like, is this normal? Is this how it's supposed to go? But in any way, she goes along with it mm-hmm. instead of... It's just like, how do the stars align to where this helpless, twisted little, like, how do you two meet? And how does this... Fate. Yeah. It's, that's a, man, somebody shit on their fate. Mm-hmm. And, and. It was mm. D.D. That's awful. Um, so, you know, he had Gypsy pose with knives and post submissive Facebook statuses to fake accounts. So, like, she would make these fake accounts. Yeah. To hide from her mom. And then he would make her post submissive posts. Mm-hmm. Like, submissive posts, like, one of them is, I am embracing my role and duties. I live and breathe to serve my master. That's yeah. just gross. Masturbator. <laughs> is he a fisherman? It didn't, it wasn't a, didn't hit his heart this time around. This is crap. So, and all of this time... <laughs> Uh, they still had not met. She's, like, taking pictures for a stranger, essentially, on the internet. You never met. So, how did they... He just showed up, and what? How did they meet, actually? Actually, they met in 2015. Gypsy was 24 years old. And they went to a showing of Cinderella. The new Cinderella, like, the, the, uh... Real life Cinderella. Barf in my mouth. Yes. So, they didn't... uh, Technically, they met, but they didn't. So, okay. Gypsy thought this was going to be the best idea ever. That she could stage a meeting with Nicholas. And her mom would just be so happy. So, she gave Nicholas money to, of course, get down there. And then... You know, bought his movie ticket and bought some clothes for him to wear. And, you know, I guess thought it would be a good idea to meet her and her mom in the movie theater. Just be like, hey, you know, and then y'all are in Cinderella and it just happily ever after. Well, it didn't go like that. Because Dee Dee was a real bitch. And, I mean, I would have done the same thing, to be honest. She, her perspective was this guy, a grown ass man in Cinderella, alone. by himself, right? No kids, no you know girlfriend, no 
you know, and is wanting to talk to my daughter. Right. And my daughter wants to talk to him. Like, that would be the scariest thing. I would throw the biggest fit. Like, Not only is she, like, able to feel those, the weird vibes, mm-hmm. but she's already super protective. Yeah. So how how do you just think that this is how it's going to go? And surprise, here's a stranger. And look, it's destiny because he decided to see the same movie as us. And I love him. What? No. The fuck? She really thought that was going to work. Well, I, have so, a, I have a fun fact real go quick. Go ahead. Oh, no. You tell me this part and then I'll tell you my fun fact. Okay. What, what happened? So um, they figured out that she wasn't going to let her see him so they just went to the bathroom and had sex and that was her first time mm-hmm. a meeting him and b sex yeah that's sick that's absolutely it's probably disgusting. smell like sticky popcorn barf again sex. that's gross all right on the floor and at some, she, what, had to just wheel herself to the bathroom, and then he followed, and, and nice to meet you. Lots of, yeah. And at the same time, like, they were coming out of the bathroom, so she got busted, essentially. I don't think she thought that she had sex. I think that she thought they were just in the bathroom, like, yeah. kissing or something. It just Yeah, being weird. I don't think that she knew that she had sex. But, uh, yeah, busted, and they, and she uh, totally told Gypsy that she could not hang out with him anymore. Obviously. Good for you, Dee Dee. Maybe yeah. one of the only signs that you acknowledge correctly. Um, my fact, fun fact, fun fact, the uh, show, the Hulu show, The Act, yes. was actually mostly filmed in Savannah. So, um, at one, I think it was like one day, Joe and Rod were grabbing some lunch at the food court in the mall, and they were filming in the scene where she's like, she had stole some money and was going to, um, that was filmed in the Savannah Mall. And also, this scene you're talking about in the bathroom is actually in the same AMC theater that we would go see movies at all the time. Yeah. So, you can kind of like see the shot down the hall of the family bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, we've been in there. Wow. Cool, huh? That is cool. Cool, not cool. Um, <laughs> so, of course, she was forbade from seeing Nicholas. Mm-hmm. So, what are her options? She said one of her options was to get pregnant, and that way her mom would have to accept him into their lives. Um, that would have not happened like that, because... She would have done him the same way she did her dad. Right, because it worked out so well to plot this this meeting. Mm -hmm. So somebody please revoke their planning cards because that is not. (laughs) You can't. You have. You. It's just. It's just a bad, bad mix altogether. So don't don't make plans. Just don't. You should just stop. Just quit life. Or you know. And Nicholas said no. That's not gonna work. So. The only other option was to kill Dee Dee, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's logical. You could have gone to the authorities or, like, defects or... But she has before. <sighs> I don't... I... She has. She's done that. Everybody failed her. Yeah, absolutely. That's why she thought it was my only option. Absolutely. I've run away. I planned my, my rendezvous with Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. Nothing else to be done here but to mm-hmm. cut your ass up. Mm-mm. So, they start planning her murder. And on June 10th, 2015, late at night, Gypsy paid for the hotel room, paid for his trip to Springfield, paid for everything. A knife, gloves. Uh, So, he came. They were texted the whole time, talking about how excited they were. Ugh. It just rubs you wrong Yes, from the beginning. How excited they were, talking about, yes, master, and yeah, sweetie, and just, ugh. So only gross. one of his personalities was going to be the murderer? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so that he when he pulled up, he's like, look, I'm here. She's like, it's unlocked. Uh, the gloves are out there, and the knife is right here, you know, and she went. 
crawled in the bathtub and closed her ears while he stabbed her mom to death. I wonder, I've always wondered if Gypsy, I mean, if Dee Dee saw him before he stabbed her and then put two and two together, if she recognized in the process of dying who it was and, and felt like she caused it because she dismissed this guy in public. She was quoted as saying, you think that hearing murder is like you hear on a murder film or something, but it's really not. You can stand watching a horror film, but hearing someone actually be murdered is terrifying. It creates this nauseous feeling in your stomach. All you could do is think about how afraid you are. Um, no, I think that's when you cause it. Yeah. When you cause your mother to be murdered, I think you're going to be a little nauseous. Yeah, you're going to be sick to your stomach. And you're going to... Gypsy had way, as fucked up as it is, she had way more conscience of what was going on. Yeah. And at any time, could have been like, no, 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 this is not... We shouldn't do this. And it's... uh, I I don't know. Did he ask her, do you want me to kill your mom? Or did she say, will you kill my mom for me? She said, will you kill my mom for me? We gotta take this bitch yeah, out. Yeah, he's and... like, I will do anything to get you out of there. And she's like, you be like, would you kill my mom? <sighs> yeah, so after he murdered her, he went, he took her to the bedroom and they had sex. Because at first, he's like, actually, I forgot to tell you this. At first, he said, I'll only kill her if I could rape her first. If I could rape her after. Ugh. And trigger warning. Yeah. Oh God, so gross. He said, "I'll only kill her if I could rape her after." And Gypsy said, "No." Gypsy said, "No, you cannot do that. No, like that's where I draw my line. You could come and rape me after." So take her all the way out, but don't rape her. Yeah, you can kill her, just don't rape her. Cause that's gross. I just can't. <laughs> All of this is just no. She already had her bags packed and everything. She went and cleaned the knife and afterwards cleaned up the house a little bit. And then they left. They took a cab to the Holiday Inn and they say the night there. That's where the video is. You know, uh, have you ever seen the video? Super cringy video. Home movies by... Where they're just like giddy and they're just like, yeah, we get to be (laughs) together. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. And so now, after that, she's not only, like, she's tarnished everything anybody ever thought about her wholesome little Mm -hmm. purity, my baby voice. And so how did everybody find out that she actually could walk and that I remember, I did see. People didn't realize that until her court date. And she just, like, got up and walked and people were like, what the hell? She was walking in and they're like, what? She can walk. Yeah. I can imagine being the people that know them personally to just, how do you, how do you get past that? I don't, you don't. Like, that's the ultimate craziness. But they went to the Greyhound in the morning and, well, they shipped off the the knife and stuff to his house in Wisconsin. What do you mean? Shipped it. Like, mailed it to his house because they... Gypsy's so, like, naive, and she doesn't know the world. She thought that Greyhound searched your bags before you got on the bus. Oh, my God. Your bags that are underneath you while you're on board. Yeah. Right. They shipped that. Then they took the Greyhound to go to John's house in Wisconsin. Um, she was scared that her mom's body wasn't going to get found. She thought she was just going to sit there and rot. She was having a guilty conscience. Yeah. And so they decided to go on their joint Facebook and post a status. What did it say? It said, that bitch is dead in capital letters. It's awful. And then they had a comment underneath that status. I know you don't want to look it up again. It was along the lines of... I slashed that pig. Slashed the fat pig... And um, raped her poor innocent daughter. It's so awful. Oh my god. LOL. Yeah, LOL. <laughs> all all words misspelled. Her, her scream was so loud. That's what it said. LOL. LOL. Gross. 
news. So, um, of course, police got a search warrant. They came, opened up the door, found that her mom is dead and she is gone. She is nowhere to be found. They didn't take her wheelchair, you know, all of her medicines. Her mom's the only one that takes care of her. So they were just all really concerned for her and like, like were genuinely worried. They're, they're looking at it like somebody came in and mm-hmm. snatched up Gypsy and, and killed, killed her mom. Right. So they're like thinking it's a it's a missing person yeah. thing now. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. she's up in a hotel giggling about murdering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sick bitch. That's gross. Um June 16th, 2015, the police traced the IP address of the Facebook post to Big Bend, Wisconsin. Of course. Yeah, they found the knife. They found them there and you know, of course Gypsy can walk and everything. They are astounded. Uh well, the police you know, found that out. Yeah. And then, and in 2016, Gypsy was sentenced to 10 years in prison. She won't be eligible for parole till 2023. She'll be 32 years old. But still, young enough to live your life. Yeah, absolutely. She was... And she is thriving in prison. She's yeah. healthy. She's not fed all those drugs. And she like Her got a real education, hopefully, about like what the fuck to do if you yeah. ride a greyhound or how not to murder people in the real world. Well, it's she not... didn't learn everything because she's engaged right now <sighs> to a pen pal. <laughs> Classy. Yeah, you know, he... Her dad comes and visits her every chance he gets because, you know, he didn't know anything. He thought that she was disabled and she, he just, he didn't, he didn't know anything. He was as left in the dark as everybody else. So what about Nicholas? Is he, did he get the death penalty or? No, uh-uh. he didn't get the death penalty, but he did get sentenced to life in prison. Gypsy actually took the stand at his trial and told them everything but just that it was all his idea testified against him yep so that probably helped lessen her sentence and also i say what you want about about gypsy now in prison or even before that i think the courts uh felt like years and years and years of abuse and torture might have probably been enough and that she was partially justified because at the mental capacity you've been told that you're younger than you are you're you're feigning feigning what's the word you're it's you're basically just faking your immaturity i'm i just didn't know how else to get away from my mom yeah and if you watch interviews after the fact like, since she's been in prison, she still has kind of a squeaky voice, but you can tell, like, well, that's she... that's her, her salivary glands were taken out. But it's not as distinct as it was, so you can tell that it was kind of, like, put on Faked. for so many yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she just had this habit of, of making her voice sound yeah. pitchier than it yeah. was. So, it's so twisted as hell, this whole case. So, she'll get out, and she'll get to live her life. And she'll get married and, yeah. you know, be able to live her life. And and for some reason, people are still interested in what the hell she's doing in jail. E! News follows her. For, for Like, why? Yeah, we're glorifying this meditative murderess. But people feel bad for her. You yeah. Know? She, she has a sympathy card because she had no other choice. I feel... Like, Nicholas had a choice. Yeah. Even though he was mentally unstable, he knew. Yeah. What do you get on the stand and say, uh, actually, sorry, it wasn't me. You can't, it was you can't, Victor. You can't charge me. You have to charge Victor. Okay, well, where the fuck's Victor? Oh, he lives in my brain. Like, what? Yeah. what that's not... It, that, it doesn't work that way. No. He should doesn't. at least be in a mental hospital. He, he probably sh- shouldn't yeah. be in a prison. He needs help, and he needs to... Yeah, good thing he's not he capable still. Yeah, absolutely. And would blame it on a, a brain disease, essentially. Right. Exactly. So, I you told that very well. Oh, thanks. I like the details. Thanks. I did. Um, before though, remember on our podcast when we talked about 
murder and who was one of the topics. If you can even stand to say his fucking name. On your podcast? Yeah. OJ Simpson? No! no sorry. But since recently, there's been a new Netflix show. Oh, Chris Watts. Yeah. Oh, gross. So. That is the grossest thing I have ever heard of. It's terrible. Horrific. Awful. The shit of nightmares. <sighs> if you watch American Murder on Netflix, you'll be convinced that everybody's fake Everybody puts on for Facebook, and and you honestly will second-guess every single... Like, are you a murderer? Are you? Because you don't really know what's going to snap or what's going to change in a person's life that makes them do that. Dude, that blew my fucking mind. It's, it's so much f- actual footage, and the wife's Facebook feeds and videos, she was one of those, like, she was very socially active, and... Even like had some kind of online Facebook well, business yeah, or something. Well, yeah, she had to because she she worked for Thrive. Thrive is a uh, direct sales company through like social media. But yeah, um, it's fucking disgusting. Like it is. I don't know what else to say about it. Mm-mm. Like uh, I did not appreciate the fact that people that they even felt the need. To include that there was a, a whole group of people that that blamed her. Like, she did something wrong. They're, like, yeah. glorifying the, this murderer, pretty much, yeah. saying so that, that he w- she was a bitch. Yeah. And that she was controlling, and that's forced him to do it. So like, the... <sighs> did you... So, I was listening to something about, uh, what was her name? Kessinger. Nikki? Kessinger? The girlfriend? Yeah. Who, by the way, is fugly. Fugly as She's fuck. nothing no. really, like, worth leaving your Nikki? wife. Let a, Nicole, I think Nicole so. Kessinger. Let alone worth murdering your wife over. She looked like, um, I don't know, man. She, I just didn't understand that. And, and the same thing with Gypsy and the same thing with Chris fucking Watts. What happens in your brain that you think your only way out of a situation, whether your marriage or your controlling why don't mother. Why you just get a divorce? Yeah, why don't you just leave? You don't have to kill anybody. They don't want to be the bad guy. I'll take you out altogether, and then I'll be, I'll look better because I, it doesn't make sense. It will never make sense. Dude, it's, it's fucking gross. I couldn't, nothing would make me snap and murder my own children and my spouse. And I just can't, I don't. What would put you there? See, that's why, like, family... I can't say that word. Family annihilators? Uh, Fuck! (laughs) I can't say that word. Family annihilator. Annihilators. No! (laughs) (laughs) No. Candy! Uh, (laughs) Now you got me! (laughs) Annihilator. Annihilators. Um... So, um, it's about to get real chaotic in there with the yeah, kids. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, family annihilator. I, I, I don't understand it because, like, I could understand more you killing your wife. You killed your kids. Yes, yeah, and that was the worst thing. And and to don't forget the fact that she was pregnant. I mean, I, even then, like, you haven't bonded with that kid yet nope. as a man, so... Like, you know, I could understand more if it was just her. But you killed the kids. Yes. They have no chance at life, and and it's just, it's so fucked. It's bad. Very intentional. He, he tried, the, it, to me, when he tried to blame it on her and say she oh, suffocated yeah, 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 yeah. the kids, so I well, had to see, kill her. Did you see, look, did you see the video <coughs> on that, though? The police, like, gave him the idea. Well, did she hurt the kids and then you had to hurt her? And no, like, that's not. Um, but I, I, dude, it's bullshit. But no, so there's a theory that Nicole was there with him. No, I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. She helped? She helped. Huh. And because apparently, like, there was a second light on the truck, like, where 
both the doors were open and yeah and i don't know it was something like that what and then yeah like look it up youtube it i'm not gonna sit here and talk shit about her because she might sue me or something but yeah. but it's just a theory like yeah since yeah the documentary came out but like he was all about nicole this is he did this like for her like he gave he told the investigators like part of his plea deal was that they would not search her phone huh huh uh, How about he wouldn't that? search her phone or anything. Now, they did search her Google searches. Have you heard of the, her Google searches? No. So, apparently, her apparently she Googled, like, how much did Amber Fry make on her book deal? Yeah, this is very Scott Peterson. That's the document me Scott like, Peterson. did people hate? Amber Fry. Oh, searching for wedding dresses and was like, my hus- my boyfriend says he's gonna leave his wife. Like, Googled it. Like, uh, looking for other stories about people that really did leave their wives. Or I, I don't know. Oh, Lord. Well, <sighs> yep. We've given many suggestions of uh, documentaries and shows and all that stuff to get you in and get you in the comment section on Instagram. Insta G at Murder with Friends. And then there is a Facebook group, which I have to add you to, Brittany. Okay. Because I just posted it and made it, you know. Yeah. A thing. It's just kind of chilling there until we get some get some feedback from the folks. Yep, trying to see what that is. Murder with Friends podcast is what it's called. Oh. And send me a email. It's murderwithfriends at yahoo.com. And thanks for listening because it was fun being locked in a closet with this freak. If you are thinking about murder, talk about it with friends. Or your sister-in-law. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We're not friends. Mm, hell no.